Welcome. I'm here. There are many things happening. Uh, the show is one of them. Um, but yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about rookie uh, wide receivers, the tight ends. Um, you know, someone asked me, uh, there were a lot of comments on my tight end list on Twitter. Uh, but, you know, we'll talk, we have lots of things to say. So uh, we have a wonderful guest who I've never actually talked to uh, in real life or on a show. Uh, but yeah, t- tell the people about you. Yeah, my name's Skip Newton. I'm part of the Rookie Big Board group. I'm co-host of the Debbie Big Board. I've also co-hosted the Debbie Happy Hour and been doing Dynasty for, man, many, many years. Debbie for probably four to five and just love fantasy football in all parts. So excited to be here. I love that. And I hope you um, I hope you have some areas of expertise about uh, these rookies because I don't I don't know how much I know. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, but we'll have to see. Um, Pat, oh, Hutch is here. Sorry, I'm late. Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I was just talking about how the show was going to be canceled forever, so you didn't miss much. Um, what the heck? Yeah, no, it's it's just really sad. No, I'm kidding. I, I just wanted to trick you. <laughs> yeah. You scared me for a second. I was like, come yeah, on. Yeah, no. Uh, Patrick, how are you doing? Tell the people something. It, it's good. I've, I've, I put in my hours at work hard week, and it's, we're, it's not even hump day yet. We're halfway through, and I'm excited to have this little break from work to do fantasy football. Well, tell I the went, people yeah. more about work. Um, so for those that don't know, I work with kids with autism and I help make sure that their families get the services that they are eligible for. I love that. Um, it's That's a lot great. of fun. It's a lot of fun. No two days are the same because no two kids are the same and no two kids need the same services. And so it's working to within the system to uh, make things right and to help families get the best that they can. And so if you not to be political, but if you have time, talk to your senators about the importance of uh, funding programs for kids with autism. Like it, it really makes a world of difference. Yeah, I mean, we can. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, you can be political on my yeah. show. I don't it's, care. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what way to vote. I'm just going to say, go tell them like it's important to fund it. Fund your mental health services. Yeah. Um, Hutch, I listened to some of your podcasts earlier. Um. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I, I have the last two days I've recorded two podcasts because I missed the one last week. So I had to record double the last couple of days. And uh, I just got home from work. I had, almost had a breakdown, though, because uh, my car on the way home, because uh, on the way, because I, you know, because I have a diesel engine actually for my car. It's a it's a Chevy Cruze, but it's actually a diesel, which What's is really a interesting. diesel many... engine. I've never heard of that. It's a car that fills up with diesel gas. Oh, I'm unfamiliar with that. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's not it's not very common anymore. Diesel engines aren't around much anymore. But uh, anyway, it's like I thought so diesel- cars ran. You just plug them in and they go now. <laughs> yeah, you could if you want, but those cost a lot of money up front. Oh, uh, oh, but well, anyway. you learn something new every day, you know. You yeah, learn exactly. Something new. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got a diesel engine, and the the gas mileage runs like a long time. Like I've like like I've had the car for two months. This is the second time I've had to fill it up. Like. Like this, they, it runs for a lo- it runs a long time. I drive a bunch. Um, yeah, Chevy Cruze on, and uh, Justin's comment, Chevy Cruze on diesel. It's not very common at all. Like when we saw this, we were very confused, but it was a great price. We bought it. But anyway, 
Um, on my way home, on my way uh, from work from school, my car started yelling at me, telling me there's no fuel left. <laughs> and now, I was like, I was like, now, oh my god, I'm so dead because I got to work because I had no time to like stopping at gas. Like I had to get to work, so I got to work and I was like worrying all day at work that I'm gonna like my car's gonna break down in the middle of the road and run out of gas. But I barely made it, got some gas, and then got home. <laughs> so, yeah. But so I did the car actually time. yell at you? It was like there was alarms going off in my car, like and then oh, on, the see, big, on the I would have been more funny if the car was actually engine. yelling. Well, yeah, it wasn't yelling like a person, but it was like oh, well, the alarms were going off lame. and like, yeah, it the, was not the Chevy good. manufacturer. Just sounds like Tyler. I was terrified. Uh, I was like, I was disagree still, with him. I was about to have a panic attack. Well, no one's allowed afternoon. to disagree with me. Otherwise, you know, we're gonna have to uh, have to do something about it. You know. <laughs> Do this. No, that's a, I, I've been very feisty on Twitter. Who's who's has anyone seen my uh my Twitter situation? I've seen lately? a couple, I've seen a couple tweets from you. You're definitely picking fights. I just out don't get, like honestly, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. Like, what are they gonna do? Stop and follow me. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. I I really dunked on someone. Well, I dunked on a lot of people, but yeah. You had a little Twitter situation. Me. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. can talk. There was about a little that. problem. Oh, fantastic. Oh, a little man. problem Yo. on your Twitter. Oh, it was not a problem. I was laughing at my phone all day. It was fantastic. No, it was hilarious. I loved, I, I loved that it happened. And actually, I got a Jason Moore follow out of it. Actually, I saw that. Jason Lucky Moore followed you. me on Where's Twitter because follow? of this. But yes, yeah, it was. I mean, I'm I've been a Ballers fan like ever since I started playing fantasy. Me too. Football. That's how I, I got look, into uh, fantasy football. I look up to these guys like forever to get a follow from one of them is just insane. But anyway, um. Yeah, this guy, I, I won't say his name. I won't say his Twitter handle. It's football but this unlocked, guy, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You I don't, can, you I just don't gotta, give a fuck, that's dude. His handle, like... sure. that, that is, I will confirm that is his handle, but whatever. Uh, yeah, he. I tweeted something about, like, toilet paper being on the wrong side, and if it's on the wrong side, you deserve to go to prison. Like, that. I just made a joke just <laughs> tweeting that out. And he quote tweeted it saying, this is, if I, if I had, like, if I had, if I had it on me fast enough, I would pull it up and read it. But he said, is this how you drive people to your fantasy football content? Like, and he said, some respect the game and some respect fantasy football, uh, but um, you don't, whatever. And like, he was just bashing me for tweeting about something other than football, just to drive likes and comments. And, and then I commented, I basically said, I just like to have fun. And it's called having a personality on Twitter. Yeah. And then everyone else started to attack this guy. Like literally all of Twitter came to attack this man and he started defending himself. And it was just, he was, burying himself at one point he called me shortcakes which i don't know what that even means what does that i mean? tried to look i tried to google it and it told me a shortcake is a biscuit and i was like okay cool you can call me a biscuit that's fine i don't care um <laughs> it was it was the most ridiculous situation but yeah he was getting destroyed on twitter like i didn't yeah. get i didn't get i didn't get destroyed at all this this guy was just getting abolished well that's okay i, mean, he lost, you know. I think he lost like 30 followers <laughs> that day yeah. which i mean i don't know which for someone yeah. that has like 600 to begin with, like that's a significant, <laughs> that's a significant loss in the day. <laughs> but don't worry, he he pays the bills with Dyn with Dynasty Fantasy. Football. Yeah, and he had and his pin tweet was uh, Zach Wilson QB one over everybody quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence was quarterback four in that draft class for him. Like it was like it was it was a weird weird situation. Yeah, what, what uh, it was I great though. It. I loved it. <laughs> I loved every minute of watching those comments. It was freaking hilarious to me. I think it's better than when I claimed that people were, I don't know, I people were personally victimized by Kyle Pitts. They were totally victimized. 
You know what the craziest thing about that is? This crazy thing about that. That movie is from before Hutch is born. That movie is older than Hutch. What movie? Mean Girls. It is. I have watched the movie though. It's yeah, it's great. older than you. Yeah, mean Girls is fantastic. You know, that's a that's a little problem. <laughs> that we learned. Yeah. I just encouraged me right now. Me. Yeah, that's true. Um Patrick, you're getting a shout out here. Oh, thank you, Nick. I will say my highlight of Twitter for the last week, and I, I'm not on it very much, and it got no one's attention because Elon Musk hates fun things on Twitter. So he isn't like, because I no longer pay for Twitter Blue, my tweets are now suppressed, especially my replies to, to messages. So I get like two to five views on a tweet as someone oh, with wow. 22,000 followers. Like, it's bad. But I replied to someone that, yeah, it's like a simple reply will not show up in people's algorithm. I will never show up. I don't know why. Um, I think it has to do with me canceling Twitter Blue. Regardless, someone was going after Tyler for asking for a follow after asking for help on his Dynasty roster. Well, yeah, if you don't follow me, I'm just going to block you. Yeah, I don't. I don't have time. And I can't keep up with thirty-four thousand people. He goes, I don't need to pay for full team information or questions. I make I make my own rules. I I I win my own leagues, and I looked at I looked at the draft picks on this team, and he took fifth place last year. Oh, I was like, no. you took fifth place, you don't win your leagues. <laughs> yeah. So what and do the people think? <laughs> what do, What do the people think? Should I Should I keep doing these videos? Why don't you tell me in the comments? Should I keep doing the videos, or should I retire from doing live streams? That's a, That's the important question of today. Should I keep because I'm really I'm really thinking about I'm actually not kidding. Like I'm I'm really all jokes aside, like I'm actually thinking about it. Cause like I have had a rough time with these live streams. I mean, the Monday show, I already canceled that. And you know, I talked there's a long 10 minute soliloquy at the end of yesterday's show. And if you haven't watched it, I would suggest, you know, watch it. Uh, the, the rest of the show was nice too. We talked about like it was it was good. We talked about some topics, but you know, at the end, I kind of did a goodbye to the live Ask Tyler format. Um, and, you know, it um, was definitely, it was sad. It was a sad, um, a sad ending, I think, to the show. Um, but, yeah, I am considering it, you know. I, I haven't had the same whatever you want to call it, passion or love for this videos. I mean, especially live. Um, and you know, I think I know why. Um, but you know, we'll get into that another time, but if you like it, tell me you like it. Cause I'm, I'm considering ending live shows. I really am. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Huh, yeah. That was when you shouted out the uh Hutch, you muted yourself. I thought it was bleeping himself. That's weird. Okay. Uh well, can you hear me right now? Yeah. The, uh, okay. What happened there? My, my my microphone unplugged. I don't okay, it's, it, the thing sense. is my my oh good lord. The thing is my plug is so frustrating because like if I put like like if I put like a like if I put like my phone up there to like maybe like read a stat that I wrote down or like 
put anything or if I touch my computer where the plug is, it unplugs. It's like the connection there is so weak. It is so frustrating. I don't know why it does that. I just can't touch my computer. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's so ridiculous. Um, All right, but anyway, we, can, we should read this question. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll read it. Um, and we, we will talk about football, I promise. Um, that, that's not been a promise I've been keeping lately. But we will talk about it. Um, and 10 Team Superflex do... Oh, wow. A lot of sirens going on out there. Uh, do you still have a quarterback two, three, and four? I have the 102 and don't really need a quarterback. Would it be a mistake to take JSN if it fits my roster better? What do we think about this one? I uh, I think in a 10-team Superflex, I think in a Superflex, I think trading down to the 104 would be the smartest thing here because if you can find the 104 manager, if they need a quarterback, trading or the, even the 103 too, there are people that are willing to give up a lot just to move up those couple spots to get the quarterback. Like there are people who are willing to move, give up a lot. Like I've talked about it with Bijan on the 101. If you're not, if you have the 101, you're not taking Bijan. You're making a mistake because people are willing to give up an arm and a leg from any rookie pick to move up to that 101 and pick Bijan. Like I feel like people, I feel like you're able to add a lot of additional value trading down to like the 103 or the 104 and be able to also pick Jason at the same time. So I would try to trade down, but if it really just if you do, can't find anything, I guess. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, no, you know what? No, I would still take the quarterback because it's the most valuable player. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Take yeah. take the best player. I mean, trade down is you're right. It's it's the number one option. But if you can't do it, take the best player. Yeah, it's very hard to make trades. I mean, I I play in some leagues with some people who don't like to make trades that I like. It's you know, I've had some experience with that. You know, we wouldn't know trades that you that. like would be ones that you are winning. Well, I like making trades that are good for me. <laughs> I like making trades that are good. For yeah, people. I don't really like point, making Tyler. trades that are good for other people. That's the problem. I like to uh, make people I feel, feel guilty. The same way, though. I like it's to make people point. feel guilty. You know, it's a good strategy. You know, I'll put it out there. It's a good strategy. You want to make people feel guilty that they're not making trades, and then they'll make bad trades with you. They'll make mistakes. You have to emotionally break them down. I'm kidding. I'm not actually recommending. Uh, I low key, I kind of am, but it, it does work. <laughs> Um, but that's why I don't like to play because I'll do anything to win. I, you know, I prefer to help other people. Uh, the, the, my patrons yeah, playing. I think people manage their teams. It's so much better than managing your own. It's, it's funny. so it is. It's so it's much so much fun. better. It's so much fun. Yeah, I love it because I love hearing the patrons be happy. Um, but you know, to be fair, most of the people who watch this show are my patrons. Yeah, and I know really they like it, but. You know, is is this what they'd like the most? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I it really. My, I think my really solo show the best. It really is the best to have someone telling you you're doing a good job, especially with like this type of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's really the best. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. Don't stop. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, I, you know, we'll have to say, we'll have to say. I mean, I'm gonna do the show next week, and then we're gonna have the uh, live streams during the draft. And then, oh, I love that. Um, uh, but then we'll have to see. You know, we'll have to see. I um, I don't know if I haven't washed up or whatever, but I don't, I don't have it like like I once did. So we'll have to see why why I feel like that is. I feel like I have it when I do the solo shows, um, not live. I think that's part of it. I don't think I like. I don't think I like knowing that the show is doing badly, like this one. Um, when I can see the viewer count, 
I think I'm better when I get to record the whole thing, then publish it, and then find out how it did. I think that's better mentally for me. I think that's actually the biggest problem I'm having with doing live shows. And that's just like fucking with me. Um, and it's just, it's just been hard. I think that I honestly think that's really what it is more than anything else. Um, and that's why Conan and I are going to be doing some recorded content. Uh, we're going to be, it's be more of a podcast style content. Uh, we're going to start that the week after the NFL draft. We're going to get together for a recording, probably split our recording of about an, hour to an hour and a half into three or four videos uh, to bring you guys some more short form content um, and better uh, utilize Conan's strengths because he has a lot of stuff that he's really good at that I feel like we haven't been highlighting on the channel. I want to give him a chance to do that, especially since he's been around for so long doing the show I wanted to do. I want to focus more on some of the stuff he wants to do. So look for that on the YouTube channel. Uh, me and Twitter Tyler is a big W. Yeah, everyone loves it when I'm mean. But I've been so nice lately. <laughs> Let's see. Jesse says, I really like the live streams, but I do think going to one per week is a good idea. Yeah, well, that it's not two or one. It's one or zero. Um, and the show, the Tuesday show, especially clutch in season. Yeah, uh, that's probably true. I feel like in season, I'll feel like there's more to talk about. I'll feel more excited, but I got to be honest. Maybe this isn't a year round thing. Maybe this isn't, it's just not a year round thing. Maybe it's something that works in season, but off season, I don't need to be live. That, that might be where I end up settling, to be honest. I do agree. In season, I felt pretty good about it most of the time. Or at least I felt like I was giving something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, honestly, haven't been a lot of haters on the YouTube channel. It's mostly me. The views have been a little low. I, I'm not going to lie. The, the views have been low, and that's part of what's getting me down, especially on the live show when I can see the show bombing. Um, that That is hard because I get in my head. But uh, no, there really hasn't been a lot of bad feedback telling me that the YouTube show is bad. It's mostly just me kind of low numbers, losing passion, all that kind of stuff. If you like the show, uh, tell your friends, get them watching. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. It just doesn't feel like there's been a lot of excitement around it for me or for the audience. So it's tough. A little demotivated. Um, yeah, I will do my best. <laughs> oh, I'm way past my prime, but I appreciate this order 66. Um, I will say, if you put football questions in the chat, I will answer them. I will answer them. I promise. I won't leave you hanging. Um, but I do appreciate this. And thank you for looking out for me. Um, all right. Let's see. The show sheet. Uh, there were some news items, which we can talk about. I think the biggest piece of news... There's one piece of news I really feel is bigger than any other, and it's that the Dolphins signed Chosen Anderson. I thought that was the biggest piece of news of the week. What do we think about that? I mean, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It is. truly is. I mean, there's nothing about that that's relevant at all. Okay. Uh, let's see. Same with the Allen Robinson trade. Not relevant. Oh, yeah. That happened today. What did we? Does anyone have any thoughts on that? No. 
there's nothing for fantasy that I'm interested in. The Rams are paying most of his contract, so the Steelers are not like investing a lot into him. And I didn't see the details of the trade, but I bet it's not very much capital at all. So it's a I'm, swap I, of sevenths. Yeah, no, that's nothing. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen that kind of salary dump in the NFL in a long time. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I'll we don't, we don't, we don't see salary dumps. We just see cuts because of how friendly the deals are, like, towards the teams. Yeah. But right. the Rams made such a big blunder last year when they signed Allen Robinson. Gave him too much oh, yeah. guaranteed money that they decided it had to happen, that they needed to trade him because if they cut him, the dead cap is going to be even worse. Yep. So they'll take a 16-spot move up in the NFL draft on the day three in the last half hour of the draft. Yep. Just to get him off the, off the team. Yeah. So skip, is there anyone from Minnesota in this year's draft that at all? I feel like I don't not, see anyone. Not from a fantasy perspective. No, we've got a, we've got a center that could go late for a second round, but nothing fantasy wise from, from my squad. Why not? Well, Okay, I forgot. Mo Ibrahim maybe could be a, a sleeper late. I mean, it's it's a deep running back class, and if he gets in the right situation, you know, and, and is an injury away from getting the ball, he's he's a feisty running back. I mean, he he runs hard, so he maybe you know he's probably a like an undrafted guy in your rookie draft, depending on how many you know how many rounds you go. But yeah, I, I could see him possibly having value. He's he's the only guy. Um, what about, uh, what are your opinions on Rashad Bateman? You know, he, he really has struggled. It, it was an ugly landing spot because of Baltimore's offense. They just don't throw the ball enough. The, the volume isn't what I like. So that hurt right from the get go. He's been dealing with injuries. He's looked decent when he's on the field, but he can't stay on the field. So that that's a concern. I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving up on him, but I'm also, trying to trying to move him in one of my leagues where I've, I've got him sitting on my roster and I've got some pretty good wide receiver depth. So he feels like maybe I can, maybe I can get him out of there and, and get some value for him now before, you know, if he has one more bad season, then a lot of people are going to be just completely done with him. but it's, it's a concern, right? He hasn't done a whole lot. Yeah. I, um, you know, I hate him, right? Yes. <laughs> Maybe someone will make a trade with me in the league that we share. No, I, I've worn out my welcome there already. I um, <laughs> I am so yeah. That league is so quiet. I accumulated a lot of picks. Oh, it's it's an obscene amount of picks. Yeah, it's isn't like it fun that I you. well I I need to get my my fourths every year. That's the problem. I need to get my fourths, and then I need to trade them for thirds the next year. <laughs> Um, it, it is fun to watch how you yeah. how you work your magic and just slightly move up year after year and round after round. It's like good grief! Every other picks Tyler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you have to be ruthless, right? What are we doing with, with Bateman? I've got him stuck in a rebuild where I'm like, I got stuck holding the bag on him during a Mister Trade. Yeah, not I, super, I, not super thrilled with him. I really don't know what to do with him, like at all. Like, do do I sell really low for him? Like, 
I don't want to pick this year for him because I've got plenty of picks already, and I'm trying to cut down rosters. Where is he ranked, like consensus, like dynasty rankings wise? What is DLF? I'll look it up. Yeah, where is he ranked? I tell you where I behind the payroll. I've got him ranked at wide receiver 42. He's outside the top 100 overall. 38 on on DLF. Okay, that's before they signed Odell. Oh shoot, yeah, yeah. I've got him at 42 right now. I have him at 41. Why is your 41? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. I'm even lower than you are. And you hate Rashad Bateman. Yeah, I do. So like a late late second. Wait, Bell where is that overall, though, for you? Is that outside top 100? Because uh, right now with, he's like at 103. Yes. With rookies or without? I'm with. I, I'm, I rank with rookies. Oh, then well, uh, if you included rookies, he would be around 104, 105 to me. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, we're around the same. Um, yeah, I heard that you're launching a Patreon. I it's, little birdie told me. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been tweeting about it a lot. I am I am gonna be like this is like a thing that's gonna happen. This is legit going to happen. I mean, I've been working on dynasty rankings and on my podcast the last couple of weeks. I've been talking a lot about rookies and I'm previewing them. I've been, you know, giving people sneak peeks of the dynasty of the rookie rankings where they're at. But I have like a Discord channel. It's gonna be fun. There might also oh, be wow. some like weekly live streams of Q and A. Like there, there's gonna be a lot of things going on. There's a lot of like there's gonna be a big giveaway in the beginning. I have a autographed jersey uh, that I'm gonna be giving away to kick it off. I don't say I won't say what player it is, but it's a very highly touted player in the NFL. Uh, Rashad very, Bateman. Very exciting. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said Rashad Bateman. <laughs> yeah, Rashad Bateman. No, no, get, no. Get out of away from that. <laughs> They, yeah, it's defense, not offense. It's not It's not like a – well, I mean, you can play IDP, but not like your regular fantasy player. It's someone yeah. a little bit different. It's awesome, though. I'm, I'm very – I'm yes, I'm – but yes, I am post, I'm posting a Patreon, and I am getting really hyped for it. I've been working on it a lot, and uh, I'm getting so excited. It's well, going to be fun. I will, I will always say that a Patreon is a tough journey. Yeah. I had it, my it, Patreon it, it, for seven months before I had even five patrons. So I think you'll have an easier time than really? I started. Yes. Yes. My, my early Patreon is not a success story. <laughs> I almost gave up. Wow. But I, I always had a passion for it. Um, so that helped me keep going. Uh, what else was I going to talk? Let's see. Um, well, Hutch, you're here. Uh, the Eagles signed Jalen Hurts to an extension. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, 51 million per year is going to be very, very expensive. But looking at his cap hits, looking at the way this the the uh, the contract is spread out, I'm I'm pretty happy with the way they've done. I'm really, really, really happy with the way they've done it. I'm I'm thinking. He's their guy. He's their franchise guy. He's the future. He's the leader of this team. Like, they got to sign him. You got to give him the contract. And I'm very happy that they got him. But uh, it's interesting, though, because he just broke the record for $51 million per year. Like, that's the most money per year ever. We still have Joe Burrow to get a contract. Justin Herbert's going to get a contract. Lamar Jackson's going to get a contract. I could see all three of those guys breaking that record very soon. Like, they, they, they all, th- all three of them could do it. So we could see like a 55 per year contract, which Wouldn't would be, that be nice. Wild. <laughs> would be wild. 
Oh, and and Skip. So the um, what do you think about Dalvin Cook? I would I would bet money that he is not going to play for the Vikings this season. I'm yeah, I would almost agree. positive that I, I would I would actually bet that he won't be a Viking after draft weekend. I think he's going to get traded um, by the end of the draft. But if he either. but if he doesn't, he'll either get moved after that. They might just outright cut him to save the the money. Trading him is is a better option for the Vikings. They'll, they'll save a little bit more, but yeah. How much, yeah. How much money would they save cutting him? I, I can't remember his contract. I, I remember I looked it up before, but it is a decent amount that they could be saving cutting him. Yeah. If they cut him, I think it's, it's a, like an $8 million cap hit and they save, I say they save 6 million, but if they trade yeah, him, million, they save an extra two point something on that. Yeah, his cap, cap right hit, now so. is 14 million and his dead cap is eight. So they would save about $6 million cutting him. Yep. Which, I mean, it might be worth it at the end of the day for them. Uh, Dalvin yeah, Cook, they're... though, and Dynasty, someone I'm getting really worried about. Like the Vikings, if they have the they have the confidence to straight out cut him just to save six million, even eat eight million at cap, it just shows how little confidence they have in him right now. And that on him or another team, even if it's a good situation, I'd be very very concerned because I mean, how many situations are there for running back that's better than the Minnesota Vikings? There's not many in the NFL. Like the Vikings are a pretty good situation. Like for they've been a really good situation for him workload wise. They're a solid offense. Kirk Cousins is a he can dump off the balls as long as he wants. Like he's not a running quarterback. Like it's a pretty good situation for a running back. I can't imagine that many more NFL teams that would be great for his value. So I'm I'm, I'm getting concerned about Dalvin Cook and Dynasty. He's falling in my rankings. I mean, he could end up in Miami, but I feel like that's always linked. Could. Yeah, he could. He could end in Miami. That'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be very interesting. But I, I just don't think he's got it. I don't, I don't I'm honestly like with the Vikings looking to cut him, I don't think he's got it at that point. If they're gonna eat eight million dead cap from a running back, like I feel like they, they have no faith in him. It just shows they have no faith. And I, I don't want to have faith either at that point. Did, did his domestic violence stuff ever get resolved? I remember seeing something about his uh, court case or still coming in the summer. Not, yeah, yeah, nothing like seemed to ever come out of that yet. No. So. Yeah, that would be interesting. I can't remember if it was back in, season, back in season. I remember seeing something about summer 2023 of seeing that. Yeah, back hasn't Cook been on the trade block a little bit for the while? For a while? He's been out there for a while, right? Or Yeah. I mean, that could be why teams aren't trading for him. Is that really why? He had shoulder surgery, so that might be a factor where these teams are waiting until, you know, more medical news out of that. That would be my guess. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. What piece, uh, what news do we got next, Tyler? Or do we Um, not have any more? Let's see. Well, it hasn't been a crazy active week. Raised Justin Ross's dynasty value from the He did. (laughs) He did. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. Justin Ross. I mean, it is interesting how much the Chiefs have really ignored the wide receiver position this offseason. Like, they haven't signed anyone. Anyone at all. And they do have the 30th overall pick, or 30, 30, sorry, 31st pick in the NFL draft. They could add a wide receiver there if they really wanted to, but it's not going to be a Jack Smith, a Jigba level. It's not, I mean, Quentin Johnson and or Jordan Addison might not even be there at that pick. They might have to take, like, if they wanted to take a wide receiver, they might have to take, like, a safe flowers. At that point, which would be, I think I would, I would think it's a reach at 31. I mean, they need wide receiver badly. 
They do. They have nobody. I mean, they, I mean obviously they have somebody. They have Kadarius Tony. They have Sky Moore. And they have apparently now who's supposed to be really talented, Justin Ross, according to Patrick Mahomes. Allegedly. But, uh, you know, allegedly. But, uh, yeah, allegedly. But we, like, none of those guys are proven talents at all. And, you know, Travis Kelsey, he is like 33 now. Like, we could see a bit of a fall off this coming year. Like, they do need receiving help really badly. Hmm. I do remember it, actually. Oh, yeah. That was a wild time. I mean, those those the Eagles had like two first round picks that year. They were going to get rid of him. Yep, <laughs> nothing they could do but draft quarterback. Yep, it was just insane though. Like we like I I, will, I remember that season when Carson Wentz was really really struggling, and we saw like Hertz came on for like a play or two during the season, and he would just run, and our entire living room would like scream because all we wanted was Carson Wentz gone. And Jalen Hurts would be on the field, and we were all screaming. Then he'd just like run for five yards, and then he'd be gone. <laughs> and I'd be like, "Oh crap, he's gone." <laughs> yeah, oh, it was crazy. And now look where we're at now. He's signing a five-year, two hundred fifty-five million dollar contract. Holy crap! If Addison goes in the first and Gibbs goes in the second, who are you taking? Well, that's what I expect. That's easily Gibbs for me, and Gibbs more than likely. It's Gibbs, yeah. I mean, it, it depends it, on the exact situation, but yeah, it's almost certainly going to be Gibbs. I can't imagine. It would be hard for me to believe that it's not. Yeah, because, no, because for me, like when you look at those two players, Gibbs is a much more proven talent to me. Like it, uh, the talent gap is significant to me when you look at Jordan Addison and uh, Jameer Gibbs. I think Jameer Gibbs yeah. is a very clear edge. So I, I do want to get to, obviously I, I'm not having it today, but you know, <laughs> I do want to get to some of the things that the rest of you have actual insights to talk about rookie wide receivers and tight ends. So I will get to finish off these questions and then we'll move into that and I will shut up and I will let you guys actually talk about football because I clearly have no interest in doing that today. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy G or Deontay Johnson, 12 team Superflex. Uh, I'll take Deontay. I will as well. I'll take my shot, Deontay. It's super flex. Quarterbacks are important, but Deontay John. Jimmy G could get replaced in this draft. You still got to understand that. There's a chance that at seven, the Raiders get a quarterback. Well, apparently there won't be a quarterback taken after one until four. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, apparently there, there was but a I report today, there. I, I think that's complete bull crap. That hat, I mean, there's no way that, that if the Texans don't take a quarterback, that would just be why. And the Colts too. Like what? Like, they're taking quarterbacks. Like how? Like, well, they meant until they... four. Until four. As in, the Colts would take the second quarterback at four. The Texans would skip a quarterback. That, that's what they're saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. True. True. Yeah. yeah. For a second. For sorry. For the second. For a second, I, I thought the Colts had. So I, I want. Um, I want everyone to go on this one. Let's hear the answers to this one. So, Ooh. I answered this earlier. But would you take uh, Diggs, Acres, one hundred and nine, and two hundred and eight, or Brees Hall, uh, one QB, half PPR? Dennis. Wow. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot for Brees Hall. It's a lot of questions. Yeah, what, what, what do we think? Uh, let's let's uh, go around. Let's hear from everybody on this one. Oh, it's a one QB. Yes. Oh, okay. QB. That makes it so much more interesting. Yeah. It makes it so much tougher because one, one 1.9 a one QB. I don't want that pick. <laughs> I just don't want that pick. That is a, that is a very tough pick to have. And the 2.8, too. There's not, there's not much interest there for me. 
I think I would like as much as I like Acres. There's a lot of question marks with Stefan Diggs. The one nine nine two eight. I'm not super fan of. So, and I I love me some Brees Hall. Man, it's it's it's. I think overall it's a very solid deal. I, I wouldn't like if I saw this in a league. I wouldn't like be like angry about it or anything. I think I'll take the Brees Hall side just barely though. I want the Brees Hall side, think? and and I think it can flip the other way if it was full PPR. But with it being half, PPR, I want the running back. Would make it more interesting. Yeah. So, so, so give me Brees there. Give me the high upside talent that could be a first-round startup pick. Eggs will never be that again. Yeah, I'm going to make it unanimous. I'm going to go Brees Hall, too. So do you, you don't think... Uh, I feel like it's unnecessary to pay that much, but yeah, it is. You know. It is. I don't think you like, like, I think you can get Hall for cheaper, but I still want Hall even on the side in this trade. I get that concern about Gibbs's red zone work, but it's very fair. Yeah. But I mean, I'm if he's catching, if he's catching like six balls a game, like it's not going to matter. Like Gibbs is going to be a superstar pass catcher in an offense. If he's catching like a same amount of, Passes per game is not going to matter. He's going to be insane. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear about this. So Murph says, "Is this the Murph? Like the Murph I would be familiar with?" I don't know. Well, Murph, tell me if you're the Murph that I think you are. Um, <laughs> that's a very interesting thing to respond to. <laughs> that statement. Hall of Famer Steve Smith recently broke down the top receiver prospects. And mentioned that he thought Jordan Addison has the highest ceiling. What do you guys think? You know, I think because I think it's hard to put that on Jordan Addison because of his size. At his at his size, at his smaller frame, it's pretty hard to say he's the highest upside. You know, guys, you, you know, you see the top of fans are usually bigger wide receivers. Uh, and overall, like players, you usually see the bigger wide receivers as the one being more successful in the NFL. The guys are 190, 200, 210, or even higher. Like, I think out of this class, I, I think Jack Smith and Jigba is the clear-cut number one wide receiver. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Jack Smith and Jigba is in his own tier above everybody else, and it's not even close to me. Like, Jack Smith and Jigba, wide receiver one. But if Quinn Johnson can learn how to play the game of football, because he is an elite athlete, but he doesn't know how to play football. His hands are slippery. He doesn't know how to separate. He His route tree is ridiculous. He doesn't, like... He doesn't ju- he doesn't high point the ball well like at all like there are some points where like he's running down the field with the defender and he just lets the ball fall and he doesn't jump like you can easily jump over this guy like he's like got like four inches on this guy he doesn't jump up to get he doesn't jump to get the ball and he just lets it fall and a couple of times on film I noticed that led to interceptions because he he wasn't willing to get up for the ball he's a bad blocker like overall he doesn't know how to play the game of football he's an elite athlete though if he can get coached up a little bit he could be an elite wide receiver like truly elite wide receiver because the, that size speed profile is just so insane. He's an alien. But what do you guys think about that? Cause I mean, I mean, even, even though I say that I'm not very in on Quentin Johnson, he's my wide receiver two of the class, but I'm still very concerned about him. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. And I, I agree on the upside factor, but the bust factor has me concerned as it's well. So high. It's, oh my goodness. It's, it's so high, man. He, he yeah. really is like the, at, at wide receiver, he is maybe the number one like boom bust guy and probably too much of a of a risk, depending on again landing spot. You know, I want to see him get in the, if he gets in the first round, I'm gonna be more interested. 
Yeah, I, I, he I probably will be first, first round, but man, I think, I, I think Addison is one of those guys that's just going to succeed no matter where he goes. I mean, he, he's got speed. He can get open. He manipulates defenders. He's a good route runner. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Addison. I have been <clears> since he really started sort of balling his freshman year. So, you know, winning the, winning the Bolitnikoff award is his second season at Pittsburgh. I mean, he, he basically got Pickett drafted in the first round cause he was so good. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm a fan. So I, I'll, I'm sure I'll have a lot more Jordan Addison than I will Quentin Johnson. And if that upside is realized like you're talking about, then I'll live to regret it. <laughs> One of the things I've seen over the last four months since everyone's still clear for the NFL draft is we've nitpicked at all, at all these wide receivers. I remember starting the, starting it off with there's three, maybe four big big wide receivers that are going to be the the guys. And Boutte was one of them for a while. And then yeah, we say. really we got back into watching film and we watched his draft capital plummet as he failed at pro days and at the combine. And then we've seen the same same type of thing with Quentin Johnson as we got dug into him more and more. We saw Addison drop a little bit as we dug into his film. The one person that didn't drop was JSN, and that came from I think a lack of film. Yep. We saw three games from him last year. And we're living off these highlights from two years ago where he looked amazing alongside two top-tier wide receivers and a Heisman-level quarterback who's looking at being either the pick one or pick two in this year's NFL draft. Makes makes a wide receiver look pretty dang good, doesn't it? So in terms of can Jordan Addison have the highest ceiling? Sure. He's got talent. He's elevated quarterbacks. He elevated Pickett, as Skip just said to the point where he got him all the way up to first round draft capital, a quarterback that probably never deserved to even sniff the first round, but he did it. And now we've got to wonder, can he do that for someone else? He just, he just helped uh, Caleb Williams in his breakout with USC. Let's see it on the NFL field. He's going to be undersized. There's no fixing that, but yeah, we're already seeing, right. we're already seeing the game changing in the, in the secondary and with wide receivers. The game's becoming faster. It's, it's more about quickness than it ever has been. So let's see what happens once he gets on the field on NFL Sundays. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We'll have to see. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba has the highest ceiling, but that's just me. Yeah, he's 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 definitely there. He's he, definitely he's, there. In, he's in tier one, but I can respect I can respect the take for sure. Well, you know, I, I don't think many people thought Justin Jefferson had the highest ceiling coming out so no. it's hard it's so funny looking back at justin jefferson like he was so productive and he's he looked am- like i went back i was like yeah. what did we miss with justin jefferson him being picked so late in the first round like i went back and like watched some of his film and watched uh like and looked at his numbers and i was like what the heck were we thinking with justin jefferson having him like in the late first round what the heck was the nfl thinking like this dude was clearly just a superstar waiting to happen. And it was just like completely mad. I mean, the Eagles clearly missed it. They make Jalen Rager. Oh, good Lord. Um, but uh, yeah, I was so crazy. Well, go ahead, Tyler. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. okay. Um, the, Jefferson, the Jefferson situation is really interesting. It's crazy. That everyone let that happen. And the reality is with Jefferson and Chase on that LSU team, Jefferson could have run and did what Chase did the year that they played together. But Chase, his route tree wasn't developed enough to do what Jefferson did. 
So for the betterment of the team, he did everything else and let Chase score all the touchdowns and look look like an absolute stud, which he was. Chase was an absolute stud. But Chase took that extra time to develop, and now we see both two superstars in the NFL. That's all right. So was like, what, Mike, Mike Evans or Darren or... Waller? Well, we're talking dynasty? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to look who I've ranked. Uh, I'll take Mike Evans, but ugh. can I just not? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take Mike Evans, I guess. Sure. I have Mike Evans just a couple spots above Waller. So I'll take Evans, but... It's it's close. I, I do really like Waller's upside with the Giants. Dynasty. Yes, Dynasty. I do like Waller's upside with the Giants. I think he has a lot of potential there. Because, I mean, he's just set up for so much volume. So much volume. Yeah, I'm, I'm Waller on that side. Ooh. Interesting. I'm on Team it Mike is... Evans here. If you, give me like a t- if, is, if you give me a tight end premium, though, I'll take Waller. Like any form of tight end premium, give me Waller. But I'm assuming it's like a normal PPR league or something like that. So I'll take uh, Mike Evans. With Baker, Baker interception, Maker throwing in the ball. Oh my God, Baker! <laughs> I always, I always try to forget that. You know, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. I mean, even Bucks fans are trying to forget that. Yeah. Maybe I should have a Baker Mayfield impression. Maybe I should. Speaking of this, I'm not sure if I am, but I've been hearing Ask DLF a lot, so I might be the most familiar with. Yeah, potentially. Um, oh, I, I almost missed Ask DLF. They also said I've asked a lot of super chat questions in the past. Oh, so. I miss yeah, those. Today. Can always ask them. It would make me happy. Um, but here I'll do for for the old Ask DLF fans. I'll do I'll do a throwback for you. We want to avoid failure. <laughs> Failure is bad because once you infest your dynasty team with failure, then you get used to accepting failure. And that's a big problem. We don't want to have an infestation of failure. That's what we want to avoid. That's just a throwback for you. (laughs) Back back from when I had some life. I can still summon it if I try every hour. Um, Oh, yeah. That's on Swift. You trying to cancel me again? The Javante Williams hive on Twitter is like Javante. Will-, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like the Javante Williams hive on Twitter is like he's a workhorse. He's not. He's never been a leader. He's never been a workhorse in his life, ever, never, ever. And now he's hurt. It wasn't before. And he's hurt he's bad. Start doing it now. I mean. Yeah, people forget that he split work with Carter in college. Like he, yeah. Like he well, never no, they, they don't. They don't want to remember that because that's not convenient. Yeah. That's not convenient for their argument. You know, it's not convenient to remember that. They act well, as if he's just going to jump back into an eighty percent workload whenever he's ready. He's still RB four. Come on, Tyler. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, I was told that I am. Well, know, I'm, I'm not like my, my my favorite Twitter back and forth that I saw was some people being like. Well, I, I'm not quite to Javante RB four levels. I have him RB five, and like they they separated. Oh, themselves. is that actually real? 
I saw people that, separating that themselves. Real. I saw people separating themselves from the RB4 camp. If for reference, I have him. Where do I have him? I have an 18. And according to like, I like looked at Fantasy ranking with uh, I looked at Fantasy Pro Superflex rankings. The lowest overall rank they have on Javante Williams is sixty five, and I've got him at seventy two overall. So I'm I'm lower than every Fantasy Pros analyst that ranks with Fantasy Pros for dynasty purposes. Well, that's I, where I have seventy eight. I have him at seventy eight, and there's no rookie included. Oh my goodness, that's brutal. So. What what does he rank among running backs? Uh, I mean sixteen without. The rookies oh, with the rookies, oh. he'd probably be 20. Four rookies above him? You got four in the top 20? Okay. Ooh. Four. Who's, your, who's your fourth? Because I know you're, you're three of Charbonnet, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've Charbonnet. Yeah, Charbonnet, Gibbs, and Bijan. And then, well, Kendrick Miller's my RB4 in Dynasty. <laughs> or rookies. Um. Uh, yeah, I... I, uh, I know that's a hot know, take. A at bit. the end of the day, when you're making picks, you don't have to... Like rookie pick value. That's why, like, people ask me, like, they were in Superflex. They're like, whoa, taking Javante, you should take Javante over the 111. I'm like, no, you shouldn't. The odds of, and they were like, well, what? The 111 is a mystery box. The odds of the 111 hitting versus the odds of someone with Javante's career path hitting are massively in favor of the 111. Players with Javante's career path never succeed. Like, never, never. Derrick Henry's like the only one. This type of career path, Timeshare, poor performance timeshare, injury misses a lot of time, never a lead at all. That player never, at running back, never succeeds. Never. Derrick Henry's like the only one. And he didn't have an injury. So it's even worse. There's no success stories. You got to go back to like Frank Gore. You got to go back 20 years to find it. They don't exist. In today's world, there are no success stories in this career path. So yeah, the Ray 111, Max, Ray Max in the league don't get that many chances. Like you, that's, get, what people, that's what I'm saying. The 111 has a much higher hit rate than this career path. The hit rate of this career path is zero over the last 15 years. You don't hit this way, yeah, ever. So, you know, and and you know, at risk of pissing off another section of Twitter because the DeAndre Swift. People, the DeAndre Swift people are almost as loud and obnoxious as the Javante Williams people. You know, I must have pissed off the Denver Broncos fan base, but, you know, I can go piss off this one too. DeAndre Timeshare. I don't really want him. I don't want DeAndre Timeshare. No. You know, I don't want DeAndre Timeshare. I don't want DeAndre can't stay on the field. I don't want DeAndre waste of time. No, you know it's funny. I never have. So, so I remember. I never have because I never get a return on my investment from those. You don't. You see that? That's I know. That's the key. And there's there's lawyers that whose whole job is to try and get you out of those timeshares because (laughs) you got talked into them by someone who said this is going to be a great investment for you. Look what he's going to do. Look what he's going to do randomly in week five. He's going to put up twenty eight points that week. You're going to want you're going to want him week five. But guess what? You're going to have in your lineup week five. He's going to sit as your first person off the bench. And then you're going to put him in your lineup in week six. You know how many points he's going to put up in week six? A 3.4. 3.4. You know, it's funny. I did. I actually didn't know you were going to say 3.4, but I just got it. Exactly <laughs> I, I love right. that we're on the same page there. But yeah. get out of timeshares. There's no reason for it. You're Seriously. never going to own that timeshare. 
The Lions are never going to give him the full workload. They're not. Every I, running he's... every running back on that roster could go down with an injury. We could have a full Baltimore Ravens 2021 running back situation. And they will still bring someone else in. Oh, you know what today out. is? Today Latavius is, Murray will come back. Today is April and Devontae 18th. Freeman. You know what today is, right? April 18th. What's that? Tax day. <laughs> if you're tax. bad, the U.S. government will look into your situation. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I enjoy the live shows. Thanks as always. Yes, I appreciate that. Um, they play better for those who watch them live. I've noticed a decline in people watching them after. So I feel like we'll have to see. We'll have to see. There's many possibilities for the future. You work in tax? Uh-oh. You think you work for the IRS? I don't know about that. We'll have to see about that. We'll have to see. Everyone may, I hope everyone paid their taxes. It's very important. I think I had to pay some, unfortunately. You have to pay tax. Why did you have to pay tax? I think I think because I'm I'm employed at like a grocery store. I think my dad said I'd. I'm, I mean, I didn't do them at all. My dad did them all for me. But he said I think I I think I had to pay a little bit of tax for something. Oh I no! no. <laughs> I did. I find I'm at 16. I'm paying taxes. It sucks. Yeah. Very unfortunate. Is that a thing? What? Well, gambling winnings. <laughs> like, I, I can't speak on that because what if the IRS is watching the show? They don't have time for that. Is there <laughs> is there enough research and enough evidence to prove? Was it negligent or was it, Uh-oh. Was it intentional? A little intentional evasion. Go on a wild goose chase. <laughs> Oh, that's Skip, you're Skip, you're looking like someone who didn't pay their taxes this year. Yeah, did you pay your taxes this year? <laughs> oh yes. You're under oath. Absolutely. Oh wait, that's a. I just had a great idea. I just had a great idea. This is like my best idea ever. Go for I'm it. I'm going. We're gonna have the fantasy football court. This is a great idea. You know, it's so original. It's been done like 50 times, but. We'll pretend it was my idea. I'm taking the credit for it. I use their idea as a springboard for my idea where I'm going to be the judge and I'm going to yell at the litigants. The prosecution is, or whatever, the plaintiff is going to bring a case against the defendant and then I'm going to scream at them and then make a ruling not based on anything that they said. How does that sound? Excellent. I agree. It was my idea. So I, I agree that it was excellent. You know, I love it. I love it. And we're going to do that. We're going to do that. I'm, who wants, who would like to be a litigant on the show? No, <laughs> no, not me. I'm not not you. I am not a lawyer, lawyer guy. All right. I know well, you're a lawyer guy. What's, I don't know. What, you, you, keep, you keep saying the word litigate and I'm, all that's popping in my head is the word for like oral sex. And I'm like, what the heck are you trying to say? Well, that would be more interesting. I think more yeah, people can I, would can watch. Can I change my answer now? 
<laughs> Who wants to <laughs> I think you're a little old. Friend, we'll have to say. Uh, Lingus. Can I change my answer? I don't know what was worse. That or what no. I said. But I said it was just as bad. No way. <laughs> oh my god. This is what happens when I, I don't care anymore. You just... To be fair though, Patrick brought that up, not me. That, that was Patrick's fault. That's true. It wasn't no, no. me. It wasn't me. I plead the fifth. I have all five no, you fingers. You can't do that. You were under oath. <laughs> I didn't that. swear on no Bible. Well, you swore on the show. That's more important. I swore on the show. Did you didn't read the contracts when you before the slide on the stream yard. I will say that I uh, tell us more about your life because I feel like you know we we haven't really gotten to know you personally, and I I've, I think I'm done answering uh, questions about taxes and oral sex. So tell us more about you. <laughs> There's no questions about rules. Guarantees in life. life. Oh, that's a tough taxes, transition. Oral taxes, sex. oral sex, <laughs> my life. Yeah, tell the people. They're, they're probably interested. You think? I don't know. I mean, 48 years old, married, two kids. Wait, you're 48? I'm 48. What? Just last week. Yeah. I was calling you old, and I thought you were like 35. You're 48? 48. 48. Can I please look like that when I'm 48? <laughs> Oh, that would be. I am yeah. blessed with looking younger than you my age. So, I, I literally thought you were like 35. Oh, yeah, I would and definitely. And it's like, crazy that I water. would be much closer in age to a 35 year old than I am in age to Hutch. But... I'd... Right. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you are Tyler? I'm 28. Yeah, 28. So I'm much closer to 35 than I am yeah. to you. Yeah. I know I seem like I'm younger. But yeah, I also I feel not. like sometimes I talk like I'm an old man. Oh, in my younger years, I enjoyed doing the show much more. <laughs> I had much more energy. But now, in my retirement home with my oatmeal, I just sit here and criticize young whippersnappers on Twitter. I should do that impression. <laughs> <laughs> I should I do more for, impressions. I was waiting for the dentures to fall out there. Like. <laughs> I have a great dentist. I'm not gonna lie, great dentist. He's very good. So, so do I. But I'm married to her. So, <laughs> oh, your wife's a dentist. Yes. Talk about oral work. Oh, there you go. Oh. It all comes back to that. <laughs> Found the theme. A little, of the, a little. The show. Uh... So, so my age is. I'm actually only 12 years old, and I can just. I can only make sex. <laughs> Don't you have like a child? That's a little weird that you're only 12 years old and you're already a father. That seems like a little problem. Oh my god! Many would say so, but in reality, I'm I'm, I'm actually 28. So, wait. So, you, you. Sh- I think you. By the time you're done, you could have seven children. I mean, that's how the male anatomy works. Like, well, you could have. I mean, some people like had 500 you mean children. Nick it's it's like draft picks. It's or like Antonio packaging, Cromartie. It's packaging right? them together. Yeah. Go full Nick uh, Cannon on this. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then just forget uh, one of them. Tell the people about your comedy podcast. My comedy podcast? Um, oh yeah, me and me and a school friend of mine, Grayson. We we've been I mean, we've been friends forever, but we actually uh came together and started a comedy podcast. It's called uh Into the Minds of Two Idiots. It's a great title because we're both I feel like idiots. it's not aptly named. I feel like you're pretty smart. 
I mean, I'm uh, I think I'm good when I'm smart when it comes to fantasy football, but on that podcast, I'm definitely an idiot. Uh, and we just like literally do we just play games, do nonsense, talk about all the most random crap. Like we were playing five second when we made up our own prompts. We've done spelling bees. We answer listener questions. What else? What other kinds of crazy crap? You done? eat bread in a very weird way. Oh my god! You, that one did, was a little proud. That was. Oh, and it was amazing. It was fantastic. No, we did a ASMR episode, and uh, Grayson, we did a what's the? It's a something in the tramp. What's it called? Uh, Lady in the Tramp. Lady in the Tramp. Yeah, we did like that kind of stuff. We ate bread on mic, and uh, someone took a video of us, and it was fantastic. I posted it on my Twitter for like two minutes, and then I deleted it because I was like. That that's not well. A great when part. I start my fantasy football only fan, <laughs> but Tyler saw it and then he shouted it out to me on one of our I live streams. Yeah, <laughs> it he was a it problem. He shouted out to me. It was great. I love yeah. the video. I don't regret it. I still have my phone somewhere. But I uh, think I don't know you know. I think I should post the outtakes it. of me doing my own YouTube videos. I'm like I, I'm starting. Like I'm recording. And Dalton Kincaid is a very interesting tight end in this class. But then. Well, oh shit! Fuck! <laughs> That's what my outtakes look like. It's funny. Yeah, when I do podcast stuff and videos, I treat it like it's live. Like I like if I mess up, oh, I don't do I that. Pick it up. I pick it up and just go with it. Like I don't. I don't. You. I like. I've like edited a podcast maybe like one time. No, I don't. Because edit. I like because I like sneeze in the middle of it. I don't edit. <laughs> like, no, but I if I'm doing it. a short video, I'll just redo it if I don't oh. like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really ever do. I don't know how to edit videos. I don't really do short videos very often. Aaron Jones this year is an RB3 on a competing roster. He's more than RB3. I mean, like, I mean. You're in, yeah, you're in good more. shape. You're in good shape. Yeah, you're I think that's good pretty good, yeah. right? He's probably going to, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, he's probably going to finish as like a top 12 running back because he does it every year. Like, I mean, but yeah, he's a very high-end RB2 that you can have on your team. I mean, if you have him as your RB3, you're set. You're locked The Packers' in. offense will be just as good as last year. That's Ooh. that's where I'm at as a Packers fan. Especially with especially Jordan Love last as a quarterback. Year's last year's offense wasn't good. It wasn't great. Especially with Jordan Love as a quarterback. If he's struggling, not finding great uh options, like if he's not really doing very well, dumping dumping off the ball to Aaron Jones sounds like a great idea. So uh, I think he's gonna get he's Aaron Jones is gonna be fine as a receiver. He's gonna be good as a runner. Like Aaron Jones is gonna be great. It doesn't yeah. matter. He's okay, great. I have, a, I have a question for you. It's very important. Did Tyler Johnson gets screwed. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, it, it was obviously a horrible landing spot with the the talent that was already there with Godwin and Evans. But no, I think if if he was going to make it, he'd have, he'd have earned he'd have earned more targets. He just wasn't quite good enough. His targets are what earned always. That's right. Given his birthday oh, presents. Oh my. God, I was like, I had some, I had a day on Twitter with that one. What, oh, Target yeah, Pairs? Yeah. Oh, Target's God. earned. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, I'm so over it. Target's earned. You really yeah. are. Apparently also, um, I'm like Kyle Pitts' biggest fan. <laughs> where do you Whatever. have, where do you, what, interesting, where do you have him ranked in Dynasty? Tight end one. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, tight end one, but like overall, because like that's the more. Uh, well, that me. depends on the format, but oh yeah, obviously, yeah. You know, like, I have right now for me, high. like regular PPR dynasty superflex. He's at twenty six right now for me. Yeah, which I, I think is a bit low that. compared to consensus. Well, regular superflex, not 20. premium. I have him. Oh, actually, oh, actually, no. Regular superflex, not premium. I would have him at 
26. Oh, Same as you. Right there. Yeah. And premium smart. is a lot higher. Very smart. But yeah, no. Not not premium is a bit quite a bit lower. Yeah, yeah. Pre, I, premium adds a lot. Premium would, yeah, premium would yeah. very much boost his value. Um thoughts on Eckler. Let's get some thoughts on Eckler. Ooh. Eckler. I think you got one more season with him being a, pr- a good back in this in this great offense. I think you got one more year with Eckler. I am obviously concerned because it doesn't seem like he wants to take the giant workload. It seems like he wants his career to be spread out more and he wants to take less touches. But I don't know if he's going to have much of a choice. I think they're going to force feed him the football and he's going to be great for fantasy. And he's going he's to be a fantastic asset. So I'd be... Valium isn't like a mid to low RB one, just because the concerns around what he wants with his offense and maybe not top five, but like top six to eight running back for fantasy right there. That's where I'd probably have Eckler ranked for redraft purposes. My take on Austin Eckler is it's better to score more fantasy points than less fantasy points. That's a, that's a great take. How could I never think about thought of that? You know, it's funny. I actually think it doesn't get talked about enough. (laughs) I really do. I think people need to say it more often. Anyone else have any thoughts on Eckler other than that? Can I go tweet that after the show? Oh, I did actually once. I tweeted it. got 300 likes. Of course it did. Mm-hmm. It's Twitter you stupid. Know, my post about, well, everything I tweeted. And then, then underneath it, just reply to yourself and just say, that's well, why I'm you know, people don't like that. People don't like that I retweet my own tweets and reply to myself. But, you know, why would I want to talk to anyone else if I can talk to me? I'm going to always be nice to me. <laughs> That's actually not true. A lot of people in the fantasy football community are hard on themselves. Back um, to Eckler. I talked about Eckler last week. Go watch Eckler. Go watch I her show last help. week. I not. For some reason, it looked like I flipped off the camera. I did not flip off the camera. I like raised Wait, my what? finger up. Oh, here. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I raised I my hand. Two. I raised. I raised my oh, hand up and like one finger came. It looks like I flipped off the camera. I was like, I did not do that. I have to mark all these shows as not safe for kids. Like when I'm doing my we, YouTube. We, we literally have a child time, on here. One time a podcast. <laughs> yeah, one time I did that on a podcast. I, I mean, if we, when we have Ryan on here, it looks like we have two kids on here. <laughs> I accidentally once. Uh, when I, I love was, you, Ryan. But, You're my favorite. <laughs> when Make I your bed podcast, next time, though. I actually clicked uh, explicit content. And then I had a bunch of DMs on, I accidentally clicked it. Like there wasn't explicit content. I just accidentally clicked it and posted it. And it had the little E on it, like an Apple podcast and Spotify. And everyone was DMing me like, bro, what did you do? <laughs> like, what did you do on the podcast? Oh, Is it okay all, of my, I, all of my podcasts you, have the little get, E. Like, I even <laughs> met someone everyone. at the expo. Um, I would shout out their names, but I met someone at the expo. It was a dad and their son who said they listen to my podcast all the time. I met them at the expo last year. I actually like, I genuinely almost like cried. I was like so happy because they like love my podcast together. And it was so great because it reminded me of how me and my dad love fantasy football together. But my, I, I had, I think, it, I think it was the same guy who DM me. He was like, can I listen to this with my kid? Like, did you say something like so off? And I was like, no, I just did that by accident. <laughs> I would so not ridiculous. suggest listening to this podcast with little children Unless you want them to find out about our opinion of litigation, oral sex related to dentistry mm-hmm. and, um, you know, how somehow litigant got turned into some oral sex. I don't know how that happened. I still think it was a great idea. I still think I would love to have the plaintiff and the defendant. And then I'd make my ruling. I'd even have my gavel. You'd get, like get like a wig and a robe. Oh, too. Absolutely. You know, I would even get my judge's robe 
Um, I'd have my wig. And then, you know, I One time my teacher do, did it in our class. I can even do Judge Judy phrases. Baloney! <laughs> We had, yeah, some you, you we had a teacher do that in our class and we had like a debate in like uh it was um it was honors it was global studies and uh we uh we had like a debate about I can't remember what it was about, but he dressed up full on as a judge against his will. We all bought stuff for him and made him dress up and we all took oh, pictures really? of him. Oh yeah, it was fantastic. He was like he hated it, but we loved it. We all took pictures of him and posted them all all over the place. Uh but yeah, he uh did not like it, but he definitely he definitely played the part. <laughs> So I need great. I need to look up some other Judge Judy phrases. I need to be ready. <laughs> Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs> That's an actual Judge Judy phrase. Oh, here, my favorite one is um beauty fades, dumb is forever. <laughs> maybe I should, you know what? Maybe I should start a comedy show. You know, I you know, it would be good. We get to hear me talk about how much I hate everything. That would be fun. <laughs> we'd, we'd see me learning that the earth is round and, you know, that the, the earth orbits the sun. No, not really. I know those things. But it would be funny if that's what I was learning, right? Uh, what was I talking um, about? You were talking about how you start a comedy podcast and learn that the earth is oh, round. Oh, right. Uh, now we should read the question, too. Yeah, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. It's going to be totally red. Um, what else? And Elijah Moore for Trey Lanson at 24 third. Super flex. I'll take the 107 and more. Most definitely. 107 and more and twice on Sundays. Yeah. Why I'd rather twice have on Sundays. I think I might rather have the 107 than Lance straight up and then Elijah oh, Moore easy. over the third. Yeah. So you think they're, they're done with Lance? I'm, I think it's I'm a Purdy's, Purdy's hurt and they got rid of Garoppolo. Isn't it going to be Lance this year? Yeah, but like, you know, it's been a few years. We've They've seen Lance and they brought, like, I, I just don't. I, it, the, like, Tyler was saying, like, the first few, like, the first few, like, if you see these guys with the first few years, it just doesn't work out. Like, the, the, well, I was, just don't see the Lance He was starting working. the beginning of last season. He got hurt. Right, it so, is true. You know, like, that, that and, and that's the a time. Right? I mean, quarterbacks succeed in San Francisco. I he has been yeah, unlucky. He's going to be the but... starter on day one. I'd rather have him play and then maybe his value. But, he but does, he, does, he does he does he have the lineup? Does he does he have the locker room? I mean, that locker he doesn't room fit their offense though, man. He doesn't fit their offense. The the San Francisco offense you is a pocket. To... They they I... want a guy who can pocket pass. They want a guy who can pocket pass just deliver the ball. Trey Lance is a guy who's electric running the football, chucking it deep downfield. And that's not what Kyle Shanahan wants. It's what Tyler has said it many times. It's what Kyle Shanahan never wanted. He wanted Mac Jones. And now he's I also I think that I think he's work, available. I don't think he's gonna be great for Dynasty. Mac Jones is available. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And the 107, but, I just got I was in a mock draft with somebody. 107 ended up being Anthony Richardson. I picked him at 107. That's, that's, that's crazy. A, I mean, that's, that's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. You know that's oh. crazy. I that I don't think that's going to happen very often. Zach Charbonnet the, went one of six. The flavor what? of the month yeah. on Richardson has faded Why? a little bit. I love Zach out. Charbonnet, but no. People, yo, if Zach Charbonnet gets like round two capital, people are going to be. I love uh, Zach Charbonnet. I mean, I'm the one telling you that Zach Charbonnet is better than Kendrick Miller in every him, way. I, I love, love Zach. Charbonnet. Charbonnet. He's my number seven ranked player in Dynasty. I pick him over the wide receivers. 
Grant Johnson, Jordan Addison. I'm taking him over those guys. After the, that first six, it's it's Zach Charbonnet all the way. But I mean, I <laughs> I won't take 106. No. Would you rather have Trey Lance or Will Levis? <laughs> uh, that, that's realistically uh, where you're at here. Guys? Let me see. I you, think you, I you, 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 higher. I think, I think I that's going to be landing spot dependent for me. Yeah, so I've in, went, in, I've in three higher. weeks, in three weeks, we're making these rookie picks. Levis goes to the Colts at four. You're sitting at you're sitting at one. You're now sitting at one hundred seven. I'm not taking Levis one hundred seven. You're not taking Levis. No I consider it depending on if someone else. You know, I mean, it would depend on other people's landing spots. And for me, I would not take Will Levis. Um, Johnston, Addison, Levis, and Charbonnet are in the same tier. Uh, and Zay Flowers is close. I don't even think I have Levis in the first round right now. Well, I think right. if he goes in the top 10, I'm going to have him in the first round. I, I think the lowest yeah. I'd be comfortable dropping Levis is probably at the crazy maybe Zay Flowers is, get above He's currently at 13 11. for me. No, no one loves Will Levis. But yet he's sticking around in value. And I think someone's just going to take him because they feel like they they can't let him fall well, that much farther. Patrick, there does come a point at which even if you hate him, the value upside on him is better than the downside. I, yeah. I, I don't think at 107, he has more room to go down than he mm -hmm. does to go up. At 111, the, the reverse is true. He has more room to go up than he has to go down. In my the, the range of outcomes yeah. is in your favor. So if he falls I'm, to 111, I take him. At 107, I think, you know, maybe if like Addison, Johnston, and Charbonnet all get horrible landing spots and horrible draft capital, I consider it. But I would think that I would prefer one of those players. Right right now, I have the two wide receivers ahead. I, I, I think going back to what what brought that question up is, so if we're ha having an honest conversation of which would you rather have in Dynasty, Trey Lance or Will Levis, because I'd... I don't want Trey Lance. I want nothing to do with Trey Lance. But I also want nothing to do with Levis. So I, I'm with you on. But I also would I will take Trey Lance. If he at least runs the football over Will Levis. He at least runs the football. Yeah. Like I don't know. If, I don't know if Will Levis ever gets a starting job again. I think once Brock Purdy is healthy, it's his team. You mean Trey Lance? You mean Trey Lance? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. saying once Brock I, Purdy gets healthy. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. really like either of them, but. Will Levis, we'll have to see. I mean, right now I have Trey Lance about equal in value to the 109, which is why I have Will Levis. So that's saying that they're pretty similar, but we'll have to see where Will Levis goes. Uh, I, I do think if Will Levis goes forward in Indianapolis, I I'm probably would rather have Will Levis. That's a lot of draft capital. It doesn't have two years of failure already. We don't like failure. Um, so I, I would probably lean towards what I haven't seen fail if he goes that high. If we're talking about like, some of the other landing spots, like he's, I've seen Will Levis mocked as low as like not six to Detroit, but 18 to Detroit, 16 to Washington, 19 to Tampa Bay, 20 to Seattle. I've seen some of those. If that's the kind of draft capital he gets, then I would, I would drop him uh -oh. to 11 He's already outside the first round for me. If he gets that kind of draft capital, he might fall like in the teens, like to the teens. Yeah, but it's going to depend on I'm the draft capital. I, I would say, I mean, what's the most likely outcome for Will Levis? I mean, what, what would be your expectation? I mean, it's a few, the draft is a week and a half away. I mean, what would be all your guys' prediction for where, where Will Levis goes? For me, this question is the 107, but forgetting about this question, 
because um, 107 doesn't have to be Will Levis. Moving on to Will Levis, where would you expect Will Levis to go? If you had to guess, you know, you're guessing. I think he's going to end up in Indianapolis. I think he's going to be another you bus do. for them. Interesting. I think he'll end up in Indy. It's going to be another bus for them. Okay. Titans are going to trade three, Draft Richardson. Hmm. Okay. Or, ooh, Texans can draft Richardson too. I think Young's going one on one. I think that's decided. And then it's either going to be and at two or three, it's going to be Richardson, Stroud, the, both those ways. The Titans are going to pick one of those two. The Texans are going to pick one of those two. And then four is going to be Will Levis. That would be my prediction for it. I think Titans make the trade, they go for it. What do you guys think? I'm 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 in wait and see mode when it comes to the NFL draft because me questioning well, it. Why not predict something? Because it's not worth it. it, it you can no, you can no, try it. We can try it right now, then maybe some back. So then we come back and because if you people. get it, if you get it right, I'll forget about it. But if you get it wrong, I'll make sure to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna I go with falling to seven at, with Las he's Vegas. Going to third, I wouldn't he's be surprised to third shot. Las Vegas is the is the one team that Hutch didn't mention. I think that could reasonably go with him. Um, they could go with him. Give him, seven. give him half a year to sit behind Jimmy G, and then when they're, when they're three and five, going into week eight, going to week nine, they say, all right, let's give Richardson five, a shot. That's high. They might be lower than that. I'm gonna be shocked if they're lower than that. We'll have to wait and see. But the really unrealistic opportunity is that he's going to thirty-one to the Chiefs, oh. and he's going to unseat. Uh, he's going to unseat Patrick Mahomes himself. Wow, we're gonna clip that. They're gonna say you don't know ball, Patrick. Yeah, you don't know ball. That's what they're gonna say. Uh huh. They're all gonna ignore any of the context of this entire clip and how I didn't want to make any any choice at all. Nobody pays attention to context. No, the context is what I say it is. Anyway, like if I post it on Twitter, the context is gonna be what I say the context is. Yep. If I say Patrick brought up the conversation and compared Will Levis to Patrick, to Patrick. Mahomes. Like five Will Levis Will the, Levis will unseat. And I put the link. Five percent of the people I know I see the click through rate. Five percent of the people are gonna click on the link and the other ninety five percent are just gonna see what I said and take my word for it that that's actually what happened. And they're gonna like roast you in the comments without actually watching the video. <laughs> My favorite the, thing about Twitter, nobody the, actually the reality that I, the reality that nobody I'm off Twitter, that I'm off Twitter for the most part, like, n- my Twitter usage has done, like, 2% of what it used to be. The fact that I could walk away for a weekend and then come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, so would, that be a net, would, that, would that actually be a net positive for the show? Any news would is be, news. That's not true. More no. true than you think. To 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 an extent, uh, people. If it's really bad, then it's bad. But even people talking negatively about you is positive. You want in this industry, you want people to be talking about. You. Yeah, as we see, like UFF big companies posting like absolutely all the time. That's exact. That's actually one or of the mis- things mis- I had mis- in mind. Like, it's the exact reason. It's the only mis- reason why they post. Yeah, misleading. Did you see the? The chat GPT uh, wide receiver rankings. That was around. amazing. Those oh, so chat GPT knows nothing before 2021. Yeah. So like Justin Jefferson was like wide receiver eight. 
Michael Thomas was like wide receiver like five. Yeah. And it used all the information that it gathered to, to make these wide receiver rankings and everyone lost their goddamn minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You learn something new every day, you know? I mean, um, some of us didn't know what Diesel was before this episode. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'd never heard of that. I never thought it was like... That. No, I thought it was I like still can't tell if you're playing a part or not. I thought it was a truck company. <laughs> like, they make the Diesel what? truck. Yeah, that's no, because it's fueled it's by fuel. diesel gas. That's the fuel. Yeah, hey, I've never engine. heard of that. Okay, but here's the I've thing, though. I will to point out I've to Tyler. If you that. ask me the difference between diesel gas and normal gas, no clue. I can't tell you. I got no clue. Diesel. All I know is that if you put normal gas in a diesel engine, my car's gonna die. Or if you do Just, vice versa, that car is going to die. Stupid. Why isn't there just one kind of gas? I Why don't is know. That's a, kinds you know of gas. That's a fantastic question. That's, that's a fantastic so question. Like. Uh, big gas, please tell us why is there yeah, like four different types of gases? Gas. <laughs> big gas, please tell us why so, there are three different types of gases. D- yeah. Diesel used to be way cheaper than unleaded, like the regular eighty-seven or even the premium eighty-nine. Yeah, it used to be cheaper, not more expensive. Yeah, but now it's way more expensive. And, and now big yeah. oil made it more expensive. <laughs> big. I gotta look into that. Yeah, I'm yeah. learning that there are different types of, of <laughs> gas. Gas, like, if you didn't notice. I'm from New York City. You think I have a car? The fact that I have a driver's yeah. license, it's a big problem. The fact that I have a driver's <laughs> license is genuinely terrifying. I don't know how to drive. Skip, <laughs> in Minnesota, do you guys get a bunch of the uh, yeah. corn mix ethanol? Yeah, there's uh, a lot of, lot of gas stations that will have that that option. A what? Yep. A mixture of corn, corn oil. You know, I heard a rumor. What? I heard a rumor that you could... Take it's actually really healthy oil. for your engine. No, that yeah. you could take cooking oil, the no. used cooking oil, and put it in your gasoline, and it would work. I heard a rumor about that. That sounds like it would save a lot of money. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. That's probably uh... that sounds. That's, you know, we're learning something new. Than, than, I'm gonna uh, suggest unleaded. Here's what I'm gonna suggest, though. Remember, okay, that- okay, cooking oil can work in a gas tank, but only if it's diesel powered engine. If you have vegetable oil. Oh, now oil, you tell me. And now you, can you also tell me use it has it, to be a diesel engine. And you, if you have vegetable oil, you can also use that. So then why the fuck would you pay $4 a gallon <laughs> for gasoline? Vegetable oil is like $8 a gallon right now. Oh, now, now, these are, these are facts, Patrick. No one wants to hear Then you have to cook the vegetable oil first. And you don't even know if it's even going to work to the same level. You're already using it. You're already using it. So you could use it twice. Looking looking at you, I can tell you don't use vegetable oils that often. Looking at myself. I don't use oil that often. Looking at myself. Oh, okay. Hold up. Plenty of vegetable oil. Well, thank you, Patrick. I guess. Okay, so here's the thing. So here's okay, it's because it said it's not as complicated as you think, but here's the thing. It said in essence, cooking oil is like vegetable oil, so it's it's very thick so that your engine might have a hard time distributing it in the combustion chamber. So as a result, some of the oil may get burnt while some of it won't, and the unburnt oil will clog your engine. So it can really damage your car. Like a plane flying over my head. <laughs> it could really let's just say this. Let's explain this like I'm please explain so this like I'm five. So uh, what you're saying, so let's summarize that for what the people need to hear. Yes. Hutch said, go put used vegetable oil in your car and no. then it'll work. That's, no. that's the summary. No. No. It doesn't work. No. Said, wait, wait. I am not better. a scientist. No, 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 no. It gets better. 
if it doesn't work, you can send your complaints to Ryan Pros underscore FF on Twitter. Yeah, so send it to him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. You can send your complaints if your car breaks down. Send them to him. You can also pr- print them off. Print them off. Tape it to a brick. And throw it through Josh's window. Oh no! 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 But Patrick, you know what the worst thing That's about that soon. is? That's too soon. That's too soon. You imply twice? that most people have a printer. Nobody has a printer. I have a printer. You do. Printer. Well, you're in the you're a printer. 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 I barely even know her. You've been in our home. Yeah. Who has a printer? We have a printer. There's no. Printer. That's not a weird thing to have, Tyler. A printer is Nobody totally not a, a weird printer. thing to have. It's, it's, it's weirder to have a printer actually. that actually works the, the first time you work. try it. Yeah, that, yeah. Right. The print, if it doesn't work, then it's like oh, not having sucks. I hate using it. I don't use it ever. Does it yeah, use paper? Yeah. Does it print? Oh, well, that, well, I think you need to get one of those uh, 3D printers. Oh, the 3D. Oh, I love 3D printing stuff. Oh, this is so much fun. I'm ne- I don't have one in my house, but you, we had you know, a class. We got to use it at school, and it was so fun. You know, I once made a 3D. Oh, this is going to be a very interesting story for the podcast. But I once made, me and my friend, long back in the day, we 3D printed a, um, I might still have the original mold. We 3D printed like a pipe. <laughs> and we may have tried to use it for a certain activity. <laughs> um, but it, it didn't really work. But it was fun. It was a fun. It was a fun activity. Oh my god! We, yeah, we were gonna start like I, a business selling bro, spices. I thought, oh, I made I made this thing in three D printing in this three D printing class once. So I thought I was a genius. I made this thing like I never heard it before. But I made this thing. I called it like I think I called it like the drink dispenser or something like that. Like this was like in sixth grade. But I made this like big like bowl and it had like four holes in the bottom. And you'd put this and it, it would like. You could sit it on top of four glasses and then you pour it in the middle and then it would dispense the drink evenly between the four glasses. So you don't have to pour four glasses. And it actually worked. Like it worked legit well. It was amazing. Don't they have those for shots? I'd now? like I'd like to They offer... do have them for shot glasses, but I did it for like real glasses yeah, and I... it worked so well. All right, I want to so offer like dollars so like for thirty-three percent of your company. <laughs> yeah, no, I never sold I never got to sell it. But here's the Go thing on though, Shark so... Tank. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy. But Wait, you have Shark uh, Tank ideas for Dynasty for... rosters. Oh, that they would be great. Have... That'd be oh, fun. That'd be so fun. They had it. Um, they did have for shot glasses though. I looked it up on Amazon. They do have them for shot glasses, but not for like real glasses like I made it for. It was so great. Like people loved it. I yeah, thought it was now totally that you said it out loud, someone's gonna rip off your idea. I know. I'm probably gonna scroll on Twitter and see someone like using this and be like, "Dang it, this sucks." And yeah, I, mean, I, I had that. It's like when I scroll through people tweeting and they just copy my people. tweet and word it differently. <laughs> yeah. Hall or London okay. plus 106? I forgot to answer the question. Oh, wow. London and 106. I mean, in a super flex, yeah. you're gonna get one of those top six players. I think that's that's over. Yeah, London side. You're London likely Gibbs. likely at this point, Gibbs. Yeah, likely Gibbs it's, and it's overkill. I think. I think, it, yeah, just slightly. Yeah, a little bit over. I, two two I starters. Way over. Because Jameer Gibbs, yeah. if he goes, like, if Jameer Gibbs, like, like, I'm not, like, I'm not exactly, if, if Jameer Gibbs goes in the first round in Kansas City, I might have him ranked as, like, a top four dynasty back. I mean, if I were on the cover of Vogue, I'd be even more popular than I am now. But, you know, we can say if a lot of things, right? Yeah, I know, I know. That's scenario. Not, well, that's, like, that's a legit scenario. Me being on the cover of Vogue? Thank you, Hutch. Appreciate that. I'd love to be on the cover of Vogue. 
Maybe. But I was more I was more time on Jameer Gibbs, but that's okay. I know, but I just want to be on the cover of the book. I know. Um give me <laughs> that one. Of, oh, oh my god. Love it. Love it. I love it. All right. Burks, Pickens, and Akers or Hall. Oh goodness gracious. Uh two wide receiver twos and uh low wide res- low RB two for the RB two. Yeah, that's basically what this question is. It, only, that's... only if, only if you're starting eleven or more. Like if you have to start. Yeah, I want. Players. Yeah, if it's well, it's a ten team, so it's like the. Uh, you better be starting eleven at that point. Yeah, you better be starting a lot of players. You better like this. Better be a league where you want a lot of depth at that point. That I would take the package, but if it's not that, then I'd take Hall. As even as much as I love Acres, I love Acres. I, I think he's gonna have a real good season this year. I'm hoping. I hoping. don't love him. But. I would want I would want Hall. Hall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I lean that way as well. I'm sitting on four seconds and with stack starters and no bench. Any good vet? Oh my god, I almost said Ooh. vet flex play. <laughs> vet flex play. Can't talk. She sells seashells by the seashells. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. any good vet flex play targets? You try to move a second for. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I usually I don't like, like acquiring question. those types of players, but anyone yeah, got a no. good name for this one? A good name? Yeah, Ooh, for this question, Amari Cooper. Oh, that's a great one. That's not I bad. love that. That's a good name. I like that a lot, actually. Um, um I'm, Patrick, I'm, I gave I'm, you a I'm gold ha- star. I'm half okay with maybe. If you think your team is ready to compete, okay, with maybe getting Hopkins there. Ooh, okay. If, if, okay. Especially if the, if that if the current Hopkins manager is not looking great on their roster and they don't think they're going to be doing well. Patrick, I have a really good idea. It's a What's really that? good idea. How about trading a 2023 first for Allen Robinson? <laughs> that would be a good one, right? You said that Tyler, earlier today. Um, <laughs> so stop that the trade. Gaslighting. That trade. Patrick? Oh, no, he did say it no, earlier today. I, I says did, I, right I here, St. Patrick FF, anyone want Allen Robinson for a 23 first? Six hours ago, it says right there. No, so. No, he did say it. That famous trade, I was consulted on. I am the only person on Fantasy Football Twitter that was consulted on this trade because the commissioner of my home dynasty league Went to college at Cornerstone University in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He lived one door down and across the hall from me. He shares a name with a certain fantasy analyst who got roasted for that same trade pre-2022 season. He texted me as a fantasy analyst that I am and said, Hey, I'm being offered this trade, but I feel like someone knows something that I don't know. What does he know? And I go, he does not he doesn't know anything here. Get that take that trade before he turns around and uh withdraws it. And he then negotiated more on top of that trade. Wow. And got a certain fantasy analyst to trade a 23 first for uh Alan when was this? This was I didn't know this, you were a part of this. Was this before he started playing for the Rams? This was before Rams. Okay. Um, 
This might have been mid season when he was struggling the last season with the wait. First. Wait, a twenty three, a twenty twenty three first, like years down this the line, like a year and a half. It, it was in twenty twenty one when all the hype was around twenty three first round picks. Got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Spencer so Rattler my, was so up my, there in that conversation too. Remember Spencer Rattler? My, oh God, yep. yes. My commissioner. Remember him? Oh man. Yeah. My commissioner is in, is in that league. That league was started when I was in college. I am not in that league. But that, that fantasy cool. analyst lived two doors down from me as well. Oh wow. That's if we, we played I am flag football together. <laughs> so Wait, what's that 23 what? first thing? What's the pick at? Yeah. The pick ended up being 10th pick of the 10th or 11th pick. Like right. the two yeah. of them have been at the top of that league for the last like four years. Got you. You're probably looking at who are you looking at? I mean, he's like say flowers, Michael Mayer, Zach Charbonnet. Yeah. Zach Charbonnet. If he, yeah. If he fall, that would be a fall. Jordan Addison. So it's one of those things I don't bring up that often. Why not? If I were you, I'd be because no one caught it. Like I, I've, I've, I've talked about it on Run Boys when it first happened, but it's old news now. At this point, it's a year and a half old. Like oh, it's never old news. It, it's 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 a meme at this point. To, to oh, make yeah, reference here. to a twenty-three first for Allen Robinson. Yeah, Skip. Tell the people one more time about your things. That that's... oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm part of the rookie big board. Uh, I do the Debbie Big Board podcast, so it's all all focused on Debbie. And sometimes we'll we'll throw in a Debbie Happy Hour part of the the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast as well. But that that's much more rare when Matt and I can actually get going on that. But that's I've what I'm doing. Long, I'm a long time listener of that. Uh, <laughs> I know you like, used to actually, used to listen time. to Debbie Happy Hour. It's I get I get some grief from that from people like, dude, kick that out, man. We love that show. So I agree. Someday. I miss it in my feed. Um, but yeah, uh, no, Skip, Skip is one of the smartest people I know. Um, so yeah, cause he doesn't trade with me. So I was just going to say that. That's how you know he's really smart. He doesn't trade, he doesn't, he doesn't trade with me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate you having you on, having you coming on. Sorry. We didn't talk about any of the rookie wide receivers or tight ends really, but we, we talked about other things. Um, and, uh, Yeah. We will. Um, did I ever get you in a draft slot somewhere? I forget. No. All right. I, I don't know. I don't DM, think so. DM me after the show. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you, Hutch. See you, Patrick, man. Good to talk to Peace. you guys. Take care. Good to talk Good to talking. Peace. Um, we're, we're doing very well. Ryan is, is still not here, um, which is yeah. making me very sad. Come on, Ryan. Went. He said he'd be a little late. A little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I think we answered that. Uh, very vague question. One yeah, QB, 12 vague. team. What could I get for 105 and 108? That is a very vague question. I've been trying to like look at this and think. Like I'm just looking at like my diocese rankings, looking at players that I think you can get. Like, I mean, you you get Brees Hall for that? Oh, that would be nice. I think I would I would take that deal. 105 and yeah, 108 for Brees nice. Hall. I would take that. I, I would, would go like, for. Would like could you get Jalen Waddle for that? Yeah, I was about to say like AJ shoot Brown, Jalen Waddle, like shoot high. If you're gonna do it, shoot high. I mean, I don't. What? I don't think someone will take that. That'd I don't be a think so one. either. But why not? What do you have to lose, right? Yeah. I think. What if you like threw a second in there? Like if you threw like a 2024 20, second in there, I think you might be able to do that. Two first and a second for Jalen Waddle. Maybe. 
So especially since one of them, because this is, oh, no, this is one QB. Oh, shoot. Okay. You That's why I was saying Ra. shoot high. Yeah, I forgot reading. I forgot one Amon QB. Ra. One yeah, QB Patrick. Amon Ra. Amon Ra. Amon Ra. Amon Ra. on my list. That's good. Though these are the kind of players we're talking about, though. Shoot high. Shoot would, high. If you yeah, can't get it, you can't get high. it, but why not Jonathan try? Taylor? Try at the top. Who? Would Jonathan you go Taylor? From JT? Um, I, he's not as high on my list. Yeah. I was going to say that Ken Walker. I'm personally a little higher than him on him compared to consensus. He's my RB3. Like, he's my clear-cut RB3 for me in Dynasty. I don't know if – I think I'm a little bit higher than most with JT, but uh, – Some people still have him at one. What? Yeah. I mean, well, before Bijan. I mean, every, I think everyone has Bijan at one coming in. Yeah, better have Bijan at one. But some people still have him at, at one above Paul and, and Walker. Facebook yeah. comment sections do not have Bijan at one because he's never played a snap of the year. How can you rank him number Someone one? Someone was like, I am 100% sure that Bijan Robinson will be a bust. That's what they said. And I was like, are you out of your mind? Like, he's the I best running back. I, I like prospect. he's one of the best running back prospects in a long time. You know, you know what I'm excited for? As much as I love Kyle Pitts, I'm excited for the best tight end prospect of all. Brock time. Bowers. Oh yeah. So I uh good. I had a little zinger on Twitter that got 70 likes. It's like the only thing exciting about Darnell Washington's tape was Brock Bowers. I I stand by it. I mean I I kind of stand by it. I'm not gonna lie. It hurts my feelings. I know, but Brock Bowers <laughs> yeah. is so good. He's oh, he's so great, man. He's gonna be yeah. such an elite football player. Yeah. I've been watch. I've been trying to watch some film on him lately. He is uh, wow. He is that he dude. Is truly, I mean, I have never insane. seen. I've never seen a college tight end like this, and I'm including Kyle Pitts in that. Yeah, Brock Bowers is, is is the next is the next coming. Yeah. I think he, you know, I think the NFL teams are might learn from the Kyle Pitts situation and not draft a tight end that high because you just don't get the surplus value because tight ends don't get paid as much as receivers. You don't get the surplus value as you do of hitting on a rookie receiver. But I think Brock Bowers is a better prospect than Kyle Pitts. At least through his first two years are yeah. significantly better than Kyle Pitts' first two in terms of receiving production. It's significantly better. It's not close. Oh, yeah. Um, so get excited for that. But, you know, Darnell Washington, he had one catch that I liked. <laughs> the video said Darnell Washington highlights, yet there were seven Brock Bowers catches in it. And one from Darnell Washington. There was a lot of blocking. I really liked that. He was very good at that. Which we're getting drafted by the NFL. But I think that that's, what makes, that, that's what makes fantasy tight ends really hard to judge coming out of college. Is you we get these guys that had very little actual receiving work and are now in the NFL and found the field and are becoming good slash great as a receiving threat. Yeah, there are plenty. Of, I mean, I brought that list then, before on the show, but there are plenty of tight ends that didn't catch many passes in college and yeah. came to be elite NFL players. And now we're we have these actual elite college pass catchers, and what are they actually going to do in the NFL? Are they just going to become a wide receiver like Mike Gesicki, Evan Ingram, where they yeah, can't block? Or they don't think Cade to... could be that next guy because he can't block to save his life. I well, I saw I've seen film on him where he's getting actually thrown. I've seen him thrown around by a linebacker. Like it, Sho- it's just wild. Shoemaker is interesting out of Michigan. 
he's gonna be he's he's he's, he's, he's gonna be interesting to see where he lands and if he sees the field by the end of his rookie year. He's someone that you could pick up right at the end of 2023 season and you don't have to put on your taxi squad, but you can just get him before like waivers close for the season or something yeah. and stash him away and say, okay, what's going to happen season two for him? Yeah. Good, good blocker. He'll see the field. He can catch well. Ooh, wow. He can find that open space. Oh man. T. Higgins is mighty tempting. I do love Acres. 2.6 in a one quarterback. I mean, you're basically talking about like their 2.10 in a super flex. Mostly like kind of like that kind of range. Ooh, wow. Cause in this class, like the like that that pick is gonna be valuable. Cause this class is very, very deep. Uh, especially at running back. Like you're gonna get a val- you're gonna get a decently valuable player there. Wow, man, that's so tough. That's really, really a tough one. For yeah, me. that is that is insane. I think I'll take. Yeah, because because if that if that second was more like a third or like a very late second, I think I would lean Greece. But I get to a six. I think you actually get a reasonably valuable player there, especially if your rookie draft is before the NFL draft, because you could uh, take a dart throw on a running back that ends up getting day two capital, and then then you have a very valuable player because running backs against each that because this class, like this running back class, all it's going to be about is the guys who get draft capital. Like that is going to pretty much determine my dynasty rankings with them. Like I love Kendrick Miller. I think he's the third most talented back in this class and I will stand by that. He's not. But if he gets drafted, I know you don't think that and I will stand by it. I don't care if he gets drafted in like the fourth, fifth round, he will plummet and he will end, probably end up being like my RB five, six, seven. Like he will plummet down my dynasty rankings. If that means Zach Trevor is a lock, but like, and there are so many other running backs in this class that I don't love. But if they get day two capital, they're gonna jump up there for me. Like, they're, they draft capital is gonna determine everything for these running backs. So uh, if you get somebody at the two dot six that ends up getting draft capital, like you're looking pretty good with this trade. So, and I love Acres' upside. T. Higgins is a fantastic player, and there's been rumors that he could get a contract extension very soon with the Bengals. So I'm gonna take the Acres team two dot six side by just a hair. Me too. I want Not the Brees side. Reason, but... I want the Brees I, I love Brees I think Hall. I'm higher on T. Higgins than most. You. That, that's where I was going to say is the difference is. Where is he at? I'm you? not. He's my eight. He's at. Right, oh, I'm he's right, at nine, so I'm not high. Scroll, scroll he's down. He's 25. For me. Over, he's 25 overall for me. Keep scrolling for me. Like he's probably closer. Also. He's probably closer. Yeah. Probably closer to 13 to 15 for me than okay, he is. So I'm significantly higher on him. That's low. I, I don't I don't see it from him. I don't see him ever having a top five NFL wide receiver season. So I can't say, oh, it's going to keep coming. And but that's that's my own personal preference and how I play Dynasty. It's fair. And I'm okay. And I'm okay fair, with that. Fair with Chase there, but I, like I that, think it's just that player eval more than strategy. Like I think the only difference is really how we feel about T Higgins. Mm-hmm. So. You know, obviously, we're yeah. going to have differences in player eval. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm lower on Cam Akers than Hutch. I feel like it's easier for Hutch. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm higher in Acres than than most. I, I, I even I, I do believe that he'll have a good season this year. Like it's just so set up. Like everything's set up right. As long as the Rams don't take a significant running back, which with where they're at as a team, it, it'd be very tough to see that to take a significant running back. So I'm, I'm ready for Acres to be like the guy. Um, all right. I think we can 
wrap it up there. We didn't really talk about the, the stuff on the show sheet, but I don't care. <laughs> um, anyone got anything else to plug? Not really. I mean, follow us all on Twitter, I guess. Like Tyler FF Creator, St. Patrick FF, at Hutchison B underscore FF. Follow us all on Twitter and you can, I mean, all my content's on my Twitter page. I mean, I make videos for football guys. I make stuff for DLF and Patreon coming out. Uh, hopefully shortly after the NFL draft, I'll release it then. Uh, I don't have an official day yet, but I will definitely post it when I do have one. But I love yeah. that. Um, Patrick? Get hyped for it. Not much. I'm here. I'm here on Tuesday nights until the show gets canceled. So, <laughs> yeah, could be um, sooner. Could be later. We don't know. Could be sooner. Could be later. Um, yeah. As for me, I um, obviously at Tyler for Creator for everything. If you want, um, you know, if you like the content, um, if you somehow thought the show was good, um, I'd really <laughs> love that. Uh, please like, subscribe, and comment on the video. Um, all your comments mean a lot to me. They really help the algorithm. Uh, you know, if you want to support me, my Patreon's the best way. Patreon.com slash fantasy advice. And then um, check out all my articles at DLF. I've had a bunch of articles. Um, I will say uh, my passion for writing has been growing. Not not ever going to be the workhorse that I once was. But, you know, I, I've definitely enjoyed writing. I've really enjoyed coming back to it during the offseason after taking a break during the season. And it's been a lot of fun for me. I've really enjoyed writing some of these articles. I Part of the reason I'm so high on Zach Charbonnet was, you know, some of the things I found out when I wrote the Zach Charbonnet article. A little higher on Devon A. Chain, because I wrote the Devon A. Chain article. A little lower on Darnell Washington, because I wrote the Darnell Washington article for DLF. So, you know, we're doing a view from certain picks series. It's interesting. There's a lot of different entries. My 109 view from the 109 article just came out. We started to do default super flex this year for that uh, article series. And Ryan McDowell was gracious enough to open it up to a variety of writers. He did them all himself in the past. So he opened it up to a variety of writers. I have the 109. I wrote the 105. And I'm also actually going to have the 101 article. That's going to come yeah, out. Uh, I, I actually wrote, I actually recently wrapped up a uh, rookie reaction series with uh, DLF2, where I just take a look at all the rookies, break down their dynasty value. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a, I don't think I'm as good as a writer, like as Tyler, or like a very great writer, but I do like writing. It's fun. Yeah, and I do think people forget. I think now it's been enough time that people forget that I used to only be a writer. I didn't have a Patreon. I didn't have YouTube. You know, I was a writer. I didn't really do the Twitter stuff that I do now. Like, I was a writer first. That's how I got my start in the fantasy football industry. Yeah, I was very much a Twitterer and podcast. Like the workhorse style writer. Like, that's how I got a following and, like, how I became known. But it's so long ago that I feel like people at this point, most people have met me after I already became established. So, like, they know more Tyler, the fantasy creator, not Tyler, which is the YouTube version, you know, me, but, like, me, the person, not the, the writer. But I do still write, and I do still enjoy it, and I hope that people check out those articles, uh, check out the Patreon, and, uh, yeah, check out all the other videos that are coming. Uh, I'll be recording a Patreon question show Later this week, it'll be 15 to 20 minutes of me answering questions from the patrons. It'll be available on the YouTube channel. We'll be back a week from Tuesday, uh, 7.30 Eastern next week. And then the draft shows. I'm going to put the streams up this week, Thursday and Friday during the NFL draft. I'll be live starting at um, 7.30 Eastern on Thursday. Yeah, I'm so old, Patrick. And Ryan and a lot of other people. Um, Yeah, starting at um, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the 27th for night one and then 6 30 eastern for night two on the 28th 
I have a lot of guests, a lot of, a lot of guests. So I, I hope everyone checks that out. But until next time, I'll see you all later. Peace. Peace.